I'm Mark Goodwin from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach, Georgia update from the 20th of April, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Christe Agesta. On Sunday the 16th, all Orthodox Christians in Georgia celebrated Easter. On the night of the 15th and 16th, in the Holy Trinity Cathedral, Samepa of Tbilisi, the Patriarch spoke about many issues in the country and the world. However, he mentioned polarization as one of Georgia's most significant problems. And I quote, In our society, unfortunately, there is a place for categorical thinking from many sides with the motive of caring for the country and aggressive speech is gaining strength, causing a sharp polarization in the population, end quote. Adding, people do not realize how dangerous this attitude is. When the European Union and the Patriarch are on the same page, you'd think people would listen. On Thursday the 13th, Alexei Navalny, imprisoned opposition leader of Russia, tweeted, addressing Misha's imprisonment and asked to release him for ethical reasons. He also apologized for his small knowledge of Georgian politics and his previous insulting remarks about Georgians in 2008 during the August war against Russia. Navalny said that he believed in Georgia's bright future as a part of the European Union. However, he emphasized that the imprisonment of Saakashvili and torture would harm the country's image and chances to become a full-fledged member of the EU. In response, Misha mentioned Navalny as Russia's future president, adding that he and Navalny are both Putin's biggest enemies. He also wished Navalny survival, freedom, and achievement of his goals. Later on Thursday, according to President Salome Zudabashvili's administration, she will postpone her visit to the European Parliament because of the government's intentionally delayed consent to the trip. The opposition has criticized the government for this petty delay. Anna Nasrishvili, a member of parliament from the Lelo party, said that the Georgian dream, or Otsneba, has to do some explaining as, since 2010, the president of Georgia and other senior officials had not had the opportunity to represent the country in the European parliament. Some of the United National Movement members, or Natsebi, said that Zurabashvili is still helping Otsneba to sabotage Georgia's EU path. And the delayed visit is proof of this. However, Georgian Dream members claimed that Zurabashvili lied when she said that the government did not give her formal consent to visit Strasbourg. Some of them accused Zurabashvili of repeating narratives of the, quote, radical opposition. Also on Thursday the 13th, Zurabashvili pardoned 10 inmates for the Easter holidays. However, some opposition members expressed frustration as they expected Zurabashvili to pardon Nika Gvaramia and Misha. Opposition politicians criticized the president for her inconsistency, saying that although she uses harsh, harsh language against the ruling party, Zurabashvili does nothing concrete to achieve depolarization, a primary requirement for EU candidate status. On Friday the 14th, Shalva Papuashvili, Speaker of Parliament, sent a request to Claire Bazi Malguer, president of the Venice Commission of the Council of Europe, to urgently review the de-oligarchization law adopted in the second reading. According to Papuashvili, the Venice Commission needs to give its recommendations on the de-oligarchization law as soon as possible because the law is one of the most important issues on the way to EU candidate status for Georgia. Speaking of Georgia's EU candidate status, on Friday, Peter Fischer, German ambassador to Georgia, in his interview with Interpress News, said that the EU doors are open for Georgia and expressed his hope that Georgia demonstrates clear progress in essential areas like an independent judicial system, free and independent media, protection of minority rights, 
and a vigorous, lively civil society participation in the democratic process. Move to the political division in the opposition. On Sunday the 16th, Nika Melia, former head of the Natsebi, opened a separate political office within the party. Commenting on the issue, Melia said that the need to open the office is clear, even though the party has elected a new chairman, Levan Chabeshvili. According to Melia, the elections within the party failed to demonstrate fairness, and many founding members did not get their place in the party. However, in its official statement, the UNM condemned Melia's strategy and called for unity within the party, arguing that separatism would do harm to the party and its goals. Moreover, on Monday the 17th, one of the Natsebi leaders, Bacho Dolidze, said that many party members question why Chabeshvili is chairman of the party at all. On Tuesday the 18th, Dato Kezarashvili, former defense minister and founder of Formula TV Company, issued a statement in response to the BBC's investigation regarding his leadership of a massive financial scam. On, on his Facebook page, Kezarashvili promised to answer the allegations and prove his innocence. Moreover, he stated that he would support independent media and give half of his shares to the TV management and journalists while transferring the remaining shares after the end of oligarchic rule. According to, pub- to public documents, Kezarashvili held 51% of the media company. For those who have not read it, check out the BBC article. It is extremely clear about the unethical scam that targets older people in Europe, takes a lot of their money and doesn't give it back. It's also clear about how it is run and that Kezarashvili is, in fact, in charge of it. Some economic news. In the government session on Tuesday, Prime Minister Kharibashvili mentioned several economic issues that will influence the Georgian economy. First, he emphasized that inflation is now at 5% compared to last year being over 10%. Also, he stated that the executive would keep inflation at 5% for the rest of the year. Second, Kharibashvili announced the government wants to start the construction of an Aklia port in spring. According to him, the Ministry of Economy will present a detailed project as soon as possible. Keep in mind that in the past, the government has sabotaged this port and that Bidzina Ivanishvili secretly invested in Poti Port as the government was sabotaging it, as was shown in Panama papers that he did not want to come out. In March, Georgia received over 438 million U.S. dollars in remittances in comparison to last year's 193 million U.S. dollars. Total amount increased by 127 percent. Also, the National Bank of Georgia announced that the country would integrate an interbanking instant payment system that will allow money transfers in Georgian banks in 10 seconds. The project will launch in 2025. Now on to the parliamentary sagas. On Tuesday, the 18th, opposition members of parliament demanded the creation of a fact-finding commission relating to the challenges in the judicial system. Salome Samedashvili, Lelo MP, said the opposition is in full support of the initiative. Opposition, Otsneva and opposition members of parliament had a fierce debate over the necessity of the commission. Irakli Kobachidze, Otsneva leader, said that his party would not register for the vote to create an investigative commission and express full support to the judges. Khatia de Kanoidze, independent opposition MP, formerly of the UNM, accused Otsneva of supporting the judicial clan that undermines the system. Speaker Shalva Papuashvili ordered the voting on the issue for the next day. On Wednesday the 19th, arguments over the commission continued. Although the opposition gathered 52 votes, by not registering for the vote on the fact-finding commission, Otsneba sabotaged the initiative. Otsneba MPs did not register for the plenary session, 
and the absence of a quorum of 76 deputies nullified the initiative of the commission. Bahushti Menabde, a well-known specialist in constitutional law, described Otsneva's move as unlawful and a procedural war because the Constitution states that the opposition has the right to form an investigative commission. We'll end with some cultural news. On Friday the 14th, Georgia celebrated Mother Language Day, or Dedaena Day. Politicians from all sides, along with representatives of the diplomatic corps in Georgia, congratulated the public. For the occasion, Tamar Taliasvili, Georgia's permanent representative to the Council of Europe, introduced facts on the Georgian language and the significance of Dedaena Day to members of the Committee of Council of the Council of Europe. By the way, aside from Khajapuri, what is your favorite Georgian word? One more thing. On Sunday the 16th, residents of two villages of Lower Shukhuti and Upper Shukhuti in Guria province hosted a match of Lelo Burti, very old traditional sport similar to modern rugby, but way crazier. And that's it for this week. If you don't know, Rorschach has a newsletter on Substack, so check it out. It's rare, so you won't be flooded with emails, but it'll tell you a bit about what's motivating all of this. Link in the show notes. Let us know what you think at Georgia at Rorschach.com. Nach Bambis.